Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Value Line Observer with the Value Guys. I'm Val Hughes, a 30-year Wall Street analyst that's had to take on a secret identity and go underground in order to bring you my candid views on a handful of stocks out of each week's Value Line Investment Survey. You've seen my face on TV. You've heard me quoted in the news, but my bosses would never allow my unfiltered views on the air, so I've disguised my voice, and they'll never know. This week, uh, we have a special guest, Cash Flow, with us this week. Uh, Cash is a, uh, a successful Internet entrepreneur, recently sold a business, has a lot of cash in the bond market, which we know is going to soon be going down due to rising interest rates. And I'm going to pitch a, a handful of value ideas to you this week, Cash. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Val. It's good to be here again. I'm looking forward to your ideas. So uh, we've been pitching some ideas to yeah. you, Cash, for a few uh, yes. weeks now. Yes. I just wonder how that's going, if you've been buying any. I have been, and they're going really? well. Really? Really. <laughs> I'm just not trading <laughs> yeah. through your company. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, but, but last week you said you'd only moved about 5% over to Right. To we'll the, be moving it? another 5%. This week? Potentially. All right. Okay. Let's see what we got. Uh, this week we're going to be looking at the March 4th, 2011 a small and mid-cap edition of the Value Line Investment Survey. But before we get to that, a couple of important caveats. First, this show is for entertainment purposes only, and that is not a guarantee. Secondly, uh, it's just after work, after hours, and so we may be completely uninformed about uh, these stocks and just paging through Value Line. Although, uh, Cash, what do you got over it? What is that? I've got my computer going. Again, Cash has the Internet up. Yeah. It's completely out of bounds. No. To look at these, uh, I have to look these things up. Third, um, of course, uh, my lawyer says I need to tell you that uh, my thoughts here may be completely counter to what you yourself should be doing. Certainly do your own work on anything we're talking about here on the show. And then finally, um, I, uh, you know, it is after hours, and so uh, this week I have been – uh, drinking. I've been drinking. And, uh, Heavily. Cash, I noticed that you've been drinking this week, <laughs> I'm drinking too. water. Well, that's not what I was witnessing I drank a little early. bit before yeah, I came here. you drank a little bit Yes, early. I did. I did. Okay, so uh, let's get right to it. We've been doing the small and mid-cap edition, and these stocks, uh, you know, are undercovered. It's kind of a abbreviated value line. There's not a lot of detail. There's no analysts, so we're just looking at data. And this is the type of stuff... I think if you like digging through ideas, it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. We did about, I guess, four or five years of the standard value line edition, which is all online, www.thevalueguys.com, and you can see there's a best ideas button there, and you can see a lot of years of ideas. I try to keep that reasonably up to date in terms of pricing, uh, but those are all out of the main uh, value line uh, investment survey, which is, you know, Heavily traveled ground at mm -hmm. this point, Cash. Yeah. So I'm going to this mid-cap. Undis undiscovered uh, terrain. Undiscovered, yeah, thank you. Undiscovered terrain. I'm just going to go in alphabetical order uh, this week, as I've been doing. I don't have any page numbers. And uh, there's no rant. I have no rant. Well, I'm perfectly are, happy. Excellent. Very happy. Who are the guys that remember traveled around the U.S. and discovered the U.S.? Uh, <laughs> uh, Lewis and Clark. Lewis and Clark. We're like Lewis and Clark. It's Valley Cash. Really? Combing through, yes. Combing through the valleys the of North guy. America. Whoever, okay. You're Lewis. What are you? I'm Lewis and Cash. Cash has been, and it's Since unusual, you get Lewis you've and been Clark, heavily Lewis drinking. Lewis and Cash. Okay, first up this week, if you're following along, is a company I like to call Scientific Learning. Ticker SCIL. 
You're calling them uh, that because that, that's the name that of the company. That is their name. I like to call companies <laughs> exactly. by their name. That's, that's a good thing. Uh, the first thing I'm attracted to, honestly, I'm looking across the top of Value Line, is this, uh, just the price. It's $3.50, and I see they did $3 in sales last year per share. Uh, and this, again, this small and mid-cap edition doesn't tell me what they've done in 2010, but I can look down and see the quarterly results, and it looks like they're, you know, well, down a little bit from the 2009 numbers. So, you know, maybe they did 250 a share or so in sales. But I also note they have uh, no debt, and they've got about a dollar a share in cash. So from a valuation point of view, kind of caught my eye. And then I see what they do here, cash, is that they provide educational software, kindergarten through 12th grade, to schools worldwide. Uh, and they have a family of products with, you know, brand names here, language series, uh, literary series. They have stuff on, uh, what, a progress tracker for mm -hmm. students, for yeah. teachers. It's basically, you know, one thing I think that's um, in the news is that the return on investment for the money spent on teaching is uh, starting to be in question. You know, it's expensive. And there's some innovation coming where you find the great teachers and then you put them on the Internet. There's things called Skype that are free, things like that. You could have lectures on subjects. There's a, a thing that the actually the Gates Foundation is supporting, I believe, called Khan Academy. And uh, there's a whole bunch of subjects in there where... Uh, you've got, you know, very educated people that want to give back to society that are doing uh, lectures on a variety of topics, and it's helping kids, you know, all over the world. So here's a group, you know, that's trying to bring some type of economies of scale to education. So this, does this go in the school or is this after school stuff? It looks like it goes in the school. Okay. And it becomes part of a program of teaching a particular set of skills. Mm -hmm. In this case, maybe vocabulary, reading, uh spelling, you know, things that we pay no attention to whatsoever <laughs> here on the show. I need help with that. Uh, but the other thing that catches my eye is while they didn't make any money in 08, and you never know, that could be a write-off really? or something, okay. they had a 20% return on capital in 06, 20% in 07, 40% in 2009. It looks like that's down a little bit in 2010. Um, there's a loss here that's just very preliminary, but my guess is there's a write-off or something. But do your own work here, um, obviously, because I haven't really done a lot, and there's not a lot of information here um, in this particular value line. But it looks like they're, on an ongoing basis, might be able to earn $0.20, cents, $0.25, cents, $0.30 cents a share. Uh, there's a buck in cash, stock at 350. It's certainly worth doing a little work on. It's an interesting little, well, and you've got wind at your back with this uh, okay. idea of education. So here's the thing: oh seven, oh seven, oh seven. It was almost seven dollars a share. Yeah. And it crashed to two dollars, like everything else, in 09. And then we have them; they went back up to about about five dollars. Now they're at three. So. Well, you don't know the fundamentals behind that. It's possible they had. So did you just say that they had some good years in 06 and 07? You know, right? yeah. I mean, but you'd have to go and see what <clears throat> what kind of contracts they might have. <clears throat> Excuse me, cash. I'm, not, I'm a little sick today. Uh, their sales have been. Okay, you know, what's, their, what's their sales in 07? Well, the sales, sales have been very what's stable. What's sales in 07 per share? 40 or whatever. Per share. Well, the 46 million. Share count has been pretty That's stable. their top price. Was it around seven? Okay, $7. but now last year they were at Even fifty-five better. million. And 
you and know. they were at the lowest price. That's just yeah. Kind of the so something's happening with regard to the willingness. You know, there has been obviously uh, some budget issues at the state level. Maybe these guys are an easy thing to, you know, not hire if you're a school district under pressure. I don't know that. But the revenue is actually up. The revenue is up. But it's that's up. only in '09. And there's you know maybe the 2010, 2011 is going to be down. Right. I don't, I don't have the data here. <laughs> Uh, I, I think there's room with the yeah. stock here. So I don't know. It's there's just I, there's so I've done s nothing except I know that uh, spending on education has got to get more efficient. We're going to get better at it. This may be one way to do that, and it's cheap. Who knows? I be learning. Okay. Next up. Okay. Uh, this is one that um, I own, so I'm happy to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Steiner Leisure ticker STNR, <coughs> and. Uh, I just want to tell you, Cash, even if I didn't own it, I'd want to own it because mm -hmm. it's it's got a, a pretty good value. It's a 20% discount to the market P.E. They have, uh, let's see, a little bit of debt, but more cash than debt. Uh, it's, uh, you know, looking back, it's got a very consistent return on capital in the 20s. They dipped down in 09, a consumer recession. But what they do is they're in the spa business. And they provide really? spas on cruise ships. Really? Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So once you're on a cruise ship, they kind of have a monopoly on you. I know the cruise company takes a share of revenues and all that, but they, you know, they give these guys a fair share. They're doing 20% returns on capital. Nice. I mean, you're a businessman. I like that. And once you're on a cruise, you want a massage or somebody does. Val, do you like massages and facials? You look like a Manny Petty guy to me. Really? No, I've actually, uh, I've, I've only gone a few times. Really? My wife, yeah, my okay, wife I'm sometimes sends me. I yeah. like massages. Do you? Yeah, and on cruise ships, that would be nice. Well, you know, you're in that frame of mind already. Right. You probably just lost okay, a bunch look, of money is, in the it's, gambling. It's a double. It's, got, it's up from $20 in 2009 to about 45 now. Well, but it's just, when it was down, it was just down from this the market, level. The market, so yeah. it's just back to levels of a few years ago, mm -hmm. even though yes. uh, sales have continued up. They're, they're down from the peak in 08, but I think they're, you know, they're moving back up and they're, they're apt to move through that. The theme here would simply be that, um, aside from the recession that obviously we're moving our way through, um, the percentage of the economy that's spent on leisure has been rising. And it's uh, partly a function of just the demographics. Uh, the baby boomers are moving into those retirement years. And when you're in retirement, you get more massages and you have more money for massages. It's just that easy. And while we did have a dip here, um, you know, the market, things are coming back. Things that aren't coming back are housing. But aside from that, um, you know, luxury goods are rebounding. And certainly we still continue to see a lot of cruises. And the nice thing about cruises is they price those cruises to fill up the ship. And then, of course, uh, this company always has a shot at a full cruise ship full of potential uh, massage customers. Right, right. So, you know, I like it. It's got 9% uh, debt to capital. <coughs> they do an 11% margin, which is, you know, just enough of a markup so that the cruise company's not mad about it. And uh, So more people spending more on cruises, this thing's going to go up then. There'll well, more massages, that's right? what I think. That's okay. what I think. Also, they do have land-based. Um, here, look, the value line has a little data here. They do have uh, service on 151 cruise ships. They don't just do America. They do around the world. And then they have 70 
land-based spas, and then they do 30 resort spas. Um, okay. Yeah, so they have a deal with Carnival. I'm sure they have others, but that's one that's mentioned here. And as I said, I uh, I own this one. I recall, it doesn't say this here, but a year or so ago, they bought the Bliss Spa Company. So they own that brand. And when you think about the number of brands that are in spas, I mean, not a lot come to mind. You can think of the television business, you know, or the hotel business, the airline business. There's a lot of brands that come to mind that are battling, the restaurant business, the bagel business. But in spas... There's not a lot. They have a shot to be the guy in spas, which I think is You is look like a cool. Swedish massage guy to me. Do you like the hot stones? You know, I have had, a, uh, I have had the, the hot stone. Do you like My that? wife got me that one time. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. You know, a little, uh, little different. If they're too hot, it's bad. Right. I'm going to yeah. go with a deep tissue massage. Yeah, sure. I mean. No pregnancy massage. They have a whole right? menu. What are, you, are you on Re- their site here? I'm going to do a reflexology <laughs> massage. How about it? Yeah. Well, yeah. look, the fact that you're even reading that, mm-hmm. first, it goes well beyond show etiquette. But beyond that, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, perfect. we don't use this But I think that what we're seeing here is that you're interested in having a, going uh, yeah, to a spa. I need a massage now. So here, the valuation on this, it's a 20% discount. Enterprise value to EBITDA, these um, small and mid-cap additions don't really help me out, but I'm going to do the math. We've got, uh, let's see, 15 million shares. Forty dollars stock price, so that's uh, six hundred million. <coughs> Excuse me. There's really no debt to speak of. Twenty million, so six thirty minus forty, six ten in enterprise value. That represents the price we'd have to pay to own all the equity and all the debt, have the right to the cash flow effectively. And then I'm just going to do some quick math. It's about eleven uh, percent operating margin on a five hundred million dollar sales level. That's fifty five million. And uh, in value line, we know that EBITDA is the operating margin times sales. They report it slightly differently than, than GAAP, which is fine. So that gives me an enterprise value to EBITDA of about 11 times, um, which is higher than I like to pay. But let me turn that around. One over 11, that's a 9% cash-on-cash return, well more than you're getting at the bank. I won't say this is a certain cash flow stream, but it's an oligopoly in the business, and the cruise ships and the hotels and all that run to run full out. Obviously, in recessions, you're going to get hurt. But by and large, uh, the direction of economies around the world toward more wealth per capita is going to lead to uh, more share gain for um, spas, and these guys are gaining share within that industry. So I like it, and it's about... uh, you know, 9% cash on cash, maybe they grow at 10%. You have a shot for around a 20% total return from here on this one, I think. Cash. I like it. My portfolio needs a massage. Really? Yes. It, where Where's your portfolio right now? Are you still using that one firm that you like down, yeah. downtown? Yes, I like them. Yeah. But they need to massage a little bit better. Yeah. Are the numbers not what you're hoping No, they're for? okay. <laughs> All right, last up, uh, a company I like to call Universal I like Technical. to call it because that's the name of their that company. That is the name of it. Thank I like you. that. Now, I'm making it easy for myself this week. I own this one like as well. Uh-huh. UTI's the ticker. Um, it's, again, a 20% discount to the market PE, 15 times earnings right now, which seems like a lot, but if you take that as an inverse, 6% with uh, money markets at 2 or whatever they're at, 
the spread for um, equity cash flow yields <coughs> uh, is still favorable. Uh, what these guys do is they are a school for auto mechanics, and uh, this industry's taken a lot of heat. The for-profit school industry's taken a lot of heat because the students that take a lot of loans from the government to go to school then don't pay them back. Some of these, uh, you know, for-profit universities. But in the case of UTI, this is more of a trade school. These people do get jobs. They have some of the best uh, loan payback ratios in the industry. And, um, you know, they are providing a, a really terrific placement service for their students. They've got affiliations with um, all the major auto brands that they are recommended by them. They have sponsors. They, they're involved with NASCAR. So they really are the you know, cream of the crop in the area. They put up um, pretty good returns. Again, recessions, they had a bad year. But they're putting up 20s and 30% returns on capital. Uh, they did 26% last year. They're doing a mid-teens margin in most years. Again, that dipped to 8% in the recession year. They did not lose money. <clears throat> and uh, let's see, they have uh, no debt, which I like. They've got $80 million in cash. It's about 4 bucks a share on an $18 stock price. And the enterprise value to EBITDA on this one, uh, enterprise value is about uh, $300 million. So stock price 18, 24 million shares, that's about, what, $400 million. There's um, $80 million in cash. That gets me to $320 divided by $65 million in EBITDA gets me to around five times. That's a 20% cash-on-cash return if we were to buy the company. I think it's a very stable earnings flow because we do have um, some, some certainty that vehicles are going to continue to be used by people to get around. And, uh, again, wealth rising per capita around the world, vehicle use is going to grow faster than GDP around the world. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, and so I think that with a declining return for college tuition, the percentage of jobs that are going to have to move this direction, the value of a job like this, it's just going to go up. And so um, these guys are one of the premier schools in the industry. Nice discount. Um, Looks like revenue is up quite so a bit I like in six, it. seven years. It's almost double. Well, they have a consistent growth. Yeah, very consistent. They build a school. They let it grow to a capacity. They build another school. They take a very careful uh, route that way. Right. You know, they do have some Internet classes. You know, the big thing is, is it all Internet? No, I mean, these are people that are learning to uh, repair uh, engines and cars. you got to go to the facility. They have 11 campuses in the U.S., and then they have 19 manufacturer-specific training centers where guys like BMW, Mercedes-Benz, people like that, sponsor with them to train uh, the technicians that are the masters of their cool. engines. Yeah, That's cool. I think this is great, especially with the displacement in, uh, in, in people that are uh, not going to four-year college uh, programs now. I think this is going to be a great place for them to go to, and uh, obviously there's going to always be cars. Revenue is up. Stock is at, uh, what, 18? It was at 25 just recently. Yeah. Uh, it's been bouncing around, um, but uh, this seems steady to me. I like this one. There's a lot of politics right now because some of these for-profit schools, um, you know, there's a few of them that were in this week's issue, like Lincoln, I think, is one, or Apollo. You know, there's some questions when um, 
30% or 40 or 50% of the students don't have jobs that are paying well enough for them to repay their loans, um, you know, you get some congressional inquiries into whether we should really be loaning those students money to attend those schools. And I think those are fair questions. Uh, and so this school gets kind of lumped into that in terms of the stock market just selling all the stocks in that sector, and it's, that's what's happened. But you really have to dig into the specifics of this guy. Again, UTI is the ticker. Go look at the numbers, sec.gov. You can see all the, you know, all the uh, 10Qs and 10Ks. And their loan repayment rates are, uh, you know, more typical of a, of a traditional state university or something like that. They're very respectable, and they help their students get jobs. I think the placement rate for, you know, kids one year out of school is in the eight, high 80s or something like that. And two, two years out of school, it approaches 95%, which is pretty good. Um, they don't pay a dividend, but they reinvest the money back into the next campus, and they're doing a lot of research as to where that next campus should be. So I, I like this. I like it. I yeah. like it a lot. Yeah. So rev up your portfolio. So what? What's what, what's with the quips? What's with the quips? Okay, so what have you been doing in your spare time? Doodling around, looking really? for good stocks. Yeah. Have you uh, have you found a company to to acquire? No, or anything? not yet. No, but I'm looking for one to put my cash in. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, so I think you know I'm going to have a favorite for you this yeah, week. Yeah, I got a favorite right now. You do? Yes. I'm going to I'm going to put yeah, an X on I know the back. You, okay, I will look. All right, don't. I'm not looking. Don't try you to pee, go okay. ahead and do what okay. you need to do. I already know the best. All right. Okay. okay. Ready? What's your favorite? Uh, scientific learning. I like the stock price. You're kidding me. Scientific learning. I like where the stock price is. It's cheap. Um, this thing could double. Really? Yeah. Okay. Is it they're losing share? money. Who knows how that's going to go? What do you mean they're losing money? They're, they're, <laughs> Who uh, knows? My favorite this week, uh, Universal Tech, ticker UTI. Don't have a page number. Uh, and that's the show for this week. Check all of our past shows and a lot of interesting details at www.thevalueguys.com. Thanks for listening in, everybody. Thank you very much. Again, I'd like to say thanks again for uh, <laughs> trying to turn it off. Turn the mic off. Um, I'd particularly like to thank you, Cash. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. More than welcome.